The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. It's real cash that never expires or loses value. Apply for Apple Card in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Daily cash is available via Apple Cash Card issued by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC, or as a statement credit. Terms and more at applecard.com. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink. And you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, applicable on large big gulp only. Participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Prestige TV podcast. My name is Bill Simmons. I am here with Chris Ryan and Ryan Rosillo. We're going to talk about Yellowstone, which had a two hour and 20 minute season premiere. It had to have been the longest premiere of all time. It's a great show. It wasn't long enough, in my opinion. Marcelo, do you want to tell t- tell us quickly what happened last year? Previously on Yellowstone. <laughs> Previously on Yellowstone, there was a lot of shooting and a lot of people who seemed like they were near death. And within about 20 minutes, we were good. Everybody's back. We're, yeah. Now it's time for revenge. Um, Chris, scale one to 10. How much did you love the, the uh, premiere? So the the first 12 minutes, I would put at a 43. And then if you want to like the bottom end of that would have been like the introduction of the orphan to to uh, Beth and Rip's life. I'd probably put it like a three. I can't say that children are my main interest in Yellowstone. Like it really is about Casey having tactical shootouts on highways. But, you know, overall, you level that out. I think we, we arrive at like a, a seven. Priscilla, I know you guys really like heat. but i mean it was 12 or 13 minutes of chaos before we even got to the credits like at one point i remember there was this documentary they did a 30 for 30 and they did it in a different style i'm not going to name which one it was and it was like 28 minutes into the 30 for 30 and i went oh this is the show (laughs) like oh we're in it (laughs) yeah and so it was it was a different style and this was a like just you got to kind of throw out some of the tactical stuff that maybe you'd wonder about where the end of season three, it was just a free for all. You're like, so this is just happening in a town. Like I've been to Bozeman. Like this is just, <laughs> this is just going to happen, I guess. <laughs> like we're just doing this. And then once you kind of remove the disbelief of like just Casey being a tactical expert and all of a sudden, I think, I don't know if I would have hung that guy at the Yellowstone. I might have yeah. wanted to get a little info out of him, but it was, it was intense. Like it was definitely, I need a cigarette once you got to the credits. Kathy Riley just comes out of the building, which the bomb was what? Four feet away from her? Six? Yeah. Kelly Riley. Yeah. Kelly Riley. Sorry. Uh, 
seven feet away from her, stumbles out, just some 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 cuts on the back, bleeding again. Has any character ever bled more in more ways than her on this show? Probably not. No, right? she's like Robert Covington. She's got the permanent <laughs> face mask on now. Like we can't <laughs> we can't even reconstruct that nose. Yeah, she's just bleeding. But you have that, you have Costner who takes like, I don't know, four or five point blank shots. And John Dutton, in 17 minutes, he's firing the the night nurse. She's out. He's ready. He's, ready. he's putting on the hat. Um, it, you knew it was going to play out this way. It set up for what we wanted, which was season four. Is, is this season three or season four? Season, season four. four. Yeah. This is about revenge. Here we go. But we don't know who we're, revenge, we're getting revenge on. Oh, that's we're going to find the, out, Chris Ryan. But that that's the big question of this season. I, I would I would say just as like an amateur you know, appreciator of detective fiction and just criminal like procedurals. The fact that they couldn't like just get an ID on any of the two dozen people that they kill in the first 12 minutes of this movie <laughs> like show. And it's really down to rainwater to identify this guy by, by grabbing the blackjack guy. It's a little, it's a little confusing. They seem like really, really in the dark about who ordered this, but like, they've got a lot of bodies to investigate. Well, so, I, okay. yeah, I'm, Go ahead. I think we could get... Do you want to get into the theories? I mean, you're driving yeah. this, Bill. All no, right, you, so, you go. I want you to drive it. Um, It seems like Rainwater and the crew are ruled out because of the casino scene, right? Yeah. Where they, they get the the militia guy who's just firing away cigarettes, bad tipper, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, I ordered the hit at Yellowstone. Can we get another round here? Because that's always always a brilliant idea. And so they leave us kind of a cliffhanger there about the information that he's going to tell Rainwater's right-hand man. But I think that what that does, it sets up that it eliminates, we're eliminating suspects here early on. And then there's also the woman that flies in, the new head of, um, what, what the hell's the name of that company again? Because it's Market like- Market equities. Yeah. It's like merger <laughs> company money limited. It, and so- Goldman and Lehman. Yeah. <laughs> that day they were just like, we're out of ideas for titles of this business. But they- they kind of rule themselves out because she's asking the other guy. And then the, there's a Jamie part where even when Casey and, and Costner are sitting there in the hot tub in the river, which is an amazing. I didn't know we had those kind of they call it Warm Creek because it doesn't freeze over. Right. Or Warm River. Um, they they just they do a really quick job of kind of eliminating who you think it would be. And then it seems yeah. like no matter what, hey, let's go kill the militia from season two. Scene of the show is the end of. uh I guess it's the first episode, even though it was a two-parter, but Cole Hauser, who's bringing it? I mean, no surprise. No surprise he's going to bring it in the premiere. Brings the rattlesnake over. Yeah. Opens the, what was it, a knapsack or like a, a it was like beer cooler? cooler? A beer yeah. cooler? Igloo. Yeah. Igloo. Beer, yeah. An yeah. igloo. Um, and just throws a rattlesnake at him and, or the rattlesnake jumps out, I guess. And, That's and it. Josh Alloway is off the show. Greg Maddox-like control with the with the rattlesnake throw there. Yeah. Yeah, Rosillo, I know you I know you tried to figure out how this was done, whether it could be done, but um it, realistic to you, not realistic, some semi-realistic. Great way to not have any evidence against you. So I thought that that's <laughs> That's what it was. Like, <laughs> let me just throw a rattlesnake in this igloo and then I'm going to chuck it at your face. And then, but I thought there might have been a little bit more to it because that guy's got some cachet. 
you're like, all right, is this guy out of here within an hour? And yeah, he is because uh, Wade had given him up previously as to why they were messing with the Yellowstone. So that was just kind of like, hey, look, we're going to kill this guy. I thought maybe there was going to be a chance of like stepping on him and I have the antidote and I'm going to shake you down for more stuff. But they they were like, no, Rip doesn't deal with antidotes. He's just yeah. a murder. He's a murder guy. And that's the thing that you always have to kind of just go like, you know, just a bunch of guys are murdering people also while they're trying to get this horse business off the ground. I texted Rasola last night just being like, can we can we get a loose number on how many people Casey has killed on this show? Because we're up in we're up in mm. a, a, a serious double digits now, right? Right. So we we went through it. We got the pilot where he kills um, one of the guys from the reservation. He kills the meth lab guy, but he does it like as a favor, which leads to the later plot line of the gun. Um, the two guys that are in the van, guys, they're taken out. Um, the militia. I don't know how many body counts he has. He also takes out about ten people in this one between the shootout and then the <laughs> shooting the guys when they come into the the um his office so yeah. i think he's got to be over 15 maybe 20 for the series and they're like you should be governor <laughs> <laughs> i uh oh yeah that's I, right the, the guy in the truck too the, yeah the, that's right yeah. go ahead i don't remember a tv show dropping the credits that late what's the movie that they did that where they dropped the credits we did it on the rewatch Depart the departed <laughs> but they're parted it was yeah. like 18 20 minutes in all of a sudden it was the opening credits this one was, I just thought they were going creditless. They were, nope, nope, here we go. They do the whole thing. I'm guessing that the Josh Holloway is being shepherded to another Sheridan show because he's got how many shows? How, how many spinoff so shows there were just two, in this show? There were two backdoor, I guess they used to call it backdoor pilots, but these were essentially like scenes from new spinoffs. The first was the Tim McGraw Western, which was the flashback to 1883 or whatever. And then Jimmy who has terrible luck as a rodeo cowboy, but is just really committed to the bit, is being shipped off to Texas. And then I think that show is called Four Sixes, and it's about a horse ranch in Texas. Yeah. It'll be like the direct spinoff of Yellowstone. Yeah, that's true. All right, be, everybody be honest now. When, when you thought Jimmy was dead, were you bummed out? <laughs> no, I feel like I, for a show with this many dead bodies, I feel like we kind of need... We've lost like Danny Houston... You know, Danny Houston came back from a hanging, <laughs> but we eventually lost him. I feel like this show could probably use a couple more main character deaths. I like watching Beth a lot, but like Beth has survived some outrageous shit on this. She's show. not going anywhere. I she know. isn't. They need they need the balance there. Beth She's is an as icon. If you were like, all right, how do we want to write this character? Like, just imagine a tiger wore human clothing <laughs> and just took meetings. Is Beth good at business? Like, like how does that work? She's just like hammered bleeding and cursing people out all the time and people are like oh we gotta get we gotta hire beth as soon as she's on the market i told chris this is what i want him to do when we're back in the offices post when covid slows down chris just shows up he's got blood on five different spots it seems like he's a little drunk and he just starts <laughs> insulting everybody with like these really fortune cookie type of Short sayings and people be like, "Wow, Chris was on one today." Yeah, but that's just Chris I'm, I'm for like nine bear. months. <laughs> yeah, you just see your earlobe is like half dangling one day. And nobody knows what happened. I think that's that could be the move for you. I have, I had, did not have her as the MVP of this episode. Who did you have for MVP, Rosilla? Well, um, boy, I mean, I want to give it to to Rip every time. I mean, I just, I, I want him to get it all. That's the time, who I but had. Um, I don't, I'm worried about this kid. 
Yeah, Carter. About this yeah, kid. let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Okay. This is a, usually a death knell for shows that people like when either somebody has a baby or there's an orphan. It is a curse, it seems like. Very rarely has a show pulled this off. I didn't go, I like Rosillo, I didn't go into season four going, you know, it'd be cool is is kind of an orphan character that would bring some levity to yeah. to Rip and and his and his girlfriend. But um they did it. I kind of liked the kid. I just didn't I, I thought he got way too this, much screen the, time. The it was Westbrook Lakers esque. The character's name is Carter, but the actor's name is Finn Little, which is like a you know, child actor name generator website spit that name out. Like, yeah, like, but yeah, I, I just feel like I feel the same way about Rip having a kid as I do about James Bond having a kid. It's just misunderstanding the appeal of the character. You know, it's actually Grady Little's great grandchild. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so my guess is I'm trying, you know, Ryan, you're a writer. Here we go. You're in the writer's room and they're like, how can how can we spruce up Rip and Beth this year? We've taken them in every direction. What's left? We go, go cancer, um, maybe a marriage that falls through, uh, inadvertent pregnancy they didn't expect, or an orphan. I think I do think they went through all the scenarios trying to figure out how to jazz them up. Yeah, I think the the key thing well, they already told us, so this doesn't take any deep mind to figure out the full circle of Rip. Yeah, you know, this is exactly what Dutton did for Rip. Um, although I think kid murder kid rip was cooler than this kid was. Yeah, that's the real uh, thing. The right. kid needs to be cooler. I think if the if it was like ten year old River Phoenix, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, this kid's just a slob with like a bad, you know. Look, I know he doesn't have a lot going for him, so I don't want to be too critical. But there was just a bunch of 180s, you know. There was just like, hey, we got a kid, tuna helper, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Get this kid out of here! And I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> And then the kid immediately goes to break into a car and it's like, all right, now you're a pledge. You have to stay in this basement for seven days and there's a bucket. And then it's like, all right, get out. I'm going to chuck your bag. And then it's like, hey, go get that piece of garbage out in the field. All right, you're in. Yeah. You're hired. Oh, and you now- showed up early. Oh, Costner likes you now. Oh, you're the earliest guy here. The thing I can't wait for with this kid is the first time he meets Tate. And he's like, what's the ranch like for a kid? And Tate's like, let me fucking tell you. I killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, I just fucking shot a guy wearing a clown mask. I got abducted by white power dudes. My I dad killed it- 20 people and he's probably going to be governor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a missed opportunity because I do feel like if the kid was cool, I might have been into it. If it felt like it was like a mini Cole Hauser, I would have kind of here's, here's wrote the, it out. Look- we get it all. Like, all right, you're rounding out the characters in the in the in the full circle. I just don't want Rip to be stuck babysitting when he can be out killing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, or ranching. I, I, or ranching. Yeah, right. You just like, like the character of Rip will not be helped if this guy is ever thinking twice about what he's doing. You know, if he's like, Oh, I got a kid at home, gotta go be a dad. Like, you're not gonna want to see that. Well, there's two ways it goes. One is there's, they're going to have, and I, we haven't seen any screeners or anything. They'll have the episode where he does commit a crime or steal something or lets rip down in some way. And maybe he just disappears on that, on that day. He's also a great kidnapping boy. Cause you can't kidnap Beth. Beth is like, can't be killed. She's like fucking Jason Voorhees, but you could kidnap the kid that rips become attached to, or you could even kill the kid. Like they, they, Whoa. they can use him as a, well on this show, everything would yeah, you be surprised no. that they killed a kid? Um, no, nothing's going to surprise me anymore. <laughs> I wonder, I, here's, here's another thought. Do you think the Tate scenes were so disliked? They were like, do we pivot 
Do we pivot to a different kid? <laughs> we still need a kid. Because <laughs> yeah, there's very little Tate. There's no, very little Tate in this. I feel like we also, is this a new Tate? Because this Tate seems like he maybe like, he, he like put, it's like David Robinson coming out of the Navy. Like he put on a couple of inches. He seems like he's got a little <laughs> more body mass. Well, been remember like, when David Robinson got out of that submarine and he was like 7'2"? Right. Well, remember in Walking Dead, who was the kid, the the son? All of Carl. a sudden he was six inch. Carl was six Carl, inches yeah. taller and his yeah. voice changed. It was super weird. I thought uh, to piggyback Rosilla's point, it seemed like Bozeman really recovered from all this carnage pretty fast. Yeah, and what's like, this doing to real estate prices? Because all been of this fire. would have been the biggest thing that ever happened in pretty much any state in America, right? Yes, it's like thirty dead, buildings blowing up. They'd be talking about this on CNN for months and months, and on this show, it's like life is back to normal. I what happens with uh, what do we expect from John Dutton, Chris? Well, what do you, how I do mean, you see his season four playing out? He's got some bullets in him now. He's got some bullets in him. I think he's going to have to deal. I mean, like his entire thing is just going to be seeking out who came after him. This That's what this whole season is going to be about. Like, I think that the show probably in some ways, like as a as a coherent show, maybe peaked in season two. I enjoyed season three. I enjoyed last night's episodes, but they're basically like now, like there's a couple of characters who are invincible because they just need to stay on the show, right? Like we talked about with Beth. I think it would, it's hard to imagine Casey going. It's hard to imagine they're going to keep Jamie around for as long as they possibly can because he's a great villain. But Dutton's probably going to be dealing with Jackie Weaver's character, this new, this new banker who's essentially like the more powerful version of Willow from last season. What do you think, Russell? Yeah, you know, that and starting the horse business. I yeah, tell what did you, you guys make of the horse business? I, stuff? All right, so everybody knows, understands Travis's character. That's the creator of the show, Taylor Sheridan, who, you know, a legendary guy who went from like a bit actor or Sons of Anarchy and then was like, whatever, this isn't working out, I'm going to write. I don't know if it's true or not that he banged out Sicario, Hell or High Water, and Wind River all less than 12 months. That's the story, which is absurd because it's like, I mean, just hit after hit after hit. So he is in hell or high water. I think in a scene where he rides a horse, cause like they didn't have the right time to shoot it. And he was like, whatever, I'll just do it. And he kills it in that little scene. I love all the technical horse stuff, which I never thought I would like whenever they just decide, Hey, we're going to show you like what these real guys do. And it's cast by like real people. And every time again, it's Travis who's Taylor. I, I he's such an awesome character. So that they're going to say that Dutton is now involved with him. Like the double crossing that could go there where they're already planting seed. Like, hey, this guy is as shady as it gets, even if he's the main guy and the main connect. And it's like, whatever the cost is the cost. Let's go ahead and do it. I love watching all the real horse stuff that doesn't have really anything to do with the story. I don't know why I'm watching Cutting Horse. I'll rewind those scenes because I think it's so interesting. But I love that there's going to be more Travis because I think he kills in every single scene, which is so funny because he didn't really crush it as an actor before he'd become this famous as a creator. Yeah, he was like on Sons of Anarchy and stuff like that. And like, he, he has like bit parts in a lot of movies, but like Russell, that same thing you're saying about him jamming out all those screenplays in 12 months. He, he like he was just I read an interview with him where he was like, I was I would wake up at 2 p.m., write an episode of Yellowstone and then go shoot those who wish me dead at night. With you talking about Rosillo or Taylor Sheridan? Taylor Sheridan. No, I'm okay, saying to sorry. piggyback on what Russillo is saying. I get up like, a little earlier. This guy basically <laughs> doesn't sleep and he just grinds out episodes of Yellowstone and features and he's got three other shows coming. If you had if you had told me they're spinning something off from the show, I kind of enjoy where they're in the ranch, the what is it called? The ranch where they the, the bunkhouse hanging out. The bunkhouse. Yeah. 
I just I like, I, anytime they're in the bunkhouse, I'm in. I, I enjoy what's on the television, whatever games they're playing. Like who had a little, who got a little sauced up last night? I feel like I could have been talked into that as a show. You I got with I'll, me. No, no, no. I'm just so confused about the bunkhouse because I feel like it's where they'll just throw in some storylines to be like, hey, you just want to throw this in there, kind of balance this thing out a little bit. And then sometimes I'm like, I love the bunkhouse. And other times, like, I feel bad for Lloyd because there's a really good chance that like 20 something nine and a halfs aren't just throwing themselves <laughs> at Lloyd at this stage of his life. Yeah. And so he gets to hang out with, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta get a real name because she's maybe my favorite content creator going right now, and now she's with Walker, who none of us can figure out. He just sort of lingers because he got a brand, and yeah. I don't know if Walker knows that it was Lloyd's previous hang, and then they're just throwing it in Lloyd's face. So I don't know if that means Lloyd's gonna kill somebody because I would, I would, if I were sixty and then this girl broke up with me for Walker, I would kill someone. <laughs> It seems like the females that are in the bunkhouse are probably 25 to 50% better looking than maybe they would be in real life. Would be you think guess. so? Yeah, that's my I, expert opinion. I think those barrel girls had better options than Jimmy Lloyd. And then, <laughs> the, I mean, I know that guy's a good singer. I'm oh, still really, I'm still Walker? really for yeah. Brasillo's Jimmy attack. <laughs> He's, I, I mean, I what like is Jimmy. he good at? What, what is he good at? Story, though. His successful character, though. I don't know, man. I mean, he, Root for I, him. He's like the Rocky Balboa of the show. He's just he's trying like to the, beat the odds. No, he's like the Jar Jar Binks of Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big Jimmy guy. And I also just like his him like nearly getting paralyzed every time he rides rodeo. <laughs> yeah, to me is just does like Dutton doesn't have to be like you gave me your word. He can just be like, look, man, I've seen the tape. It doesn't look like it's gonna work out for you on the pro level here. I liked him until he got hurt. That's when it's like I was genuinely bummed out when he got. Hurt. I really I like the, the character story. I was rooting no. for him. And then yeah. it's post the Jimmy recovery stuff. Not as big of a fan of Chris, uh, take over the podcast. What are we missing? Well, are do you guys, are, do you guys find the banker element of this, like threatening at all? Like when Jackie Weaver shows up, do you, are you like, wow, the show has a new big bad, or do you think that they've kind of done the banking part of this, the, the financial sector part of this to death? And it could use like more of like a Beck brothers type, Oh, these are really scary dudes. Like in my terms take of the is, I don't mind the plot. I just give me like an awesome actress that I can't believe is on the show. That to me is just a missed opportunity. I don't know who what actress Jackie that Weaver was. was in the original Animal Kingdom. She was in Silver Linings Playbook. She's yeah, a great she's act. fine. Yeah, no, she's fine. That, I, I'm I want like an A lister. Like it's Meryl Streep time. <laughs> let's go. Let's go big. Let's shoot high. Let's uh, Sally Field. Give me yeah. like I can't believe this person's in Yellowstone. Like maybe they really get Sarandon in there to get yeah, a little Sarandon. reunion. Yeah. Like they loaded up. They got me like a like a big ass A lister, and I felt like Yellowstone. It's the most successful show on television, isn't it? For cable, yeah. Is it the, the biggest, biggest cable show? Like can't it, they it open the checkbook? Go get a shooter. Go into free agency. Get me a long reliever. Get me get me a number one starter. I don't I don't know why they're uh, cutting corners. What do Rizzo you think, Priscilla? Well, on the bank plot line, I'll I'll admit I'll have moments and be like, okay, we're doing another version of of the development. But that's the point. That's the whole point. The survival of the ranch. The survival of the ranch in modern times. And that's you know, it's real it's still realistic. And I think they do a really good job with it. You know, unless you're gonna say, Hey, there's a virus and we're gonna build a huge wall. Casey, have you built a have you built the south border yet? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, 
you know, they've, they've already sent a militia in and out of the place a couple of different times. Uh, so I, I think they do a really good job of continuing something that is still repetitive, but still somewhat realistic. So I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, and I, I think they've done a good job. Like, you know, look, the first, the first guy, the California guy that comes out Land Rover and he's like, I want to share this. Everything. Like that was perfect because anybody that goes into Montana with some money and looks at real estate, like in a way they're psyched you're there paying for stuff, but at the same time, they don't want you there. Yeah. And it's, it's like a perfect, and especially now when you look at like a very realistic shift of where people are investing real estate wise in the prices in these towns, like they actually were kind of ahead of it a little bit with the way everything's blown up the last couple of years. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, but I think it is a good question, but I, I think it's cool that they at least kept that part of it realistic instead of trying to come up with some other challenge for the ranch that wouldn't make any sense. Chris, that's where I was hoping season four was going. It was fast forwarding two years. We were in 2021, kind of po- COVID starting to settle down a tiny bit. But now the Duttons, his new rival, are all the rich people oh, who yeah. moving to Montana for a tax break. And that's the new threat. It's not, it's not like we're not just running back the first three seasons. It's now like the it's Mark the person Zuckerberg who's types. like, I need to open an acupuncture studio here. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's the person who's basically running a Facebook facsimile who's like, you know what? I, I want to move to Montana for the tax break. I just want to buy the Dutton Ranch. What's your price? And yeah. now that could be the new foil. Maybe that's season five. So maybe, yeah, there's just bad tweets about the ranch, like on Yelp. <laughs> what? Be like, who gave it a one five? Casey, <laughs> kill this fucking guy. <laughs> Did you, uh, what do you guys think of uh, Jamie's dad? Because I love he's selling it so hard. Will Patton's great. And also not pulling any punches. He's like, what happened to my mom? He's like, I killed her. You know, he's like very straightforward (laughs) about it, but is very obviously manipulating Jamie, who obviously is looking to be manipulated by someone who is willing to claim him. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of the the Jamie's dad part? I like having Will Patton. I think the hat looks great on him. Certain people on this show that the, the cowboy hat is just adds so much. I think Cole Hauser can pull it off hat or no hat. But um, no, I like the Will Patton. That, that's an example of a good actor who's been around a while. Who yeah. I feel like uh, my my least favorite is Jamie. Like I, I would have been fine with him getting blown up at the end of. I don't think Wes Bentley is as good of an actor as the other mainstays, in my opinion. I don't know where you guys stand on him. Uh, he's just had so many different challenges through this, you know, so um. I I, I kind of hope it isn't him because it's it's too obvious. And yeah. they plant a seed, like I said before, they're like, well, if he were gonna do that, then why would he why would he be doing people favors that want to come after and kill you? Yeah. Um I mean, this is I I liked I like Jamie, the West character or Wes's character, Jamie, earlier when he was he was really trying to to be his dad's son when he, you know, still before he realized he was adopted. And all the shit that he was going through. I thought that that was like his peak of this show because it was very, um, it was very realistic and he, he was trying to like serve two things at the same time. So I thought that that was really smart. And so we'll see, we'll see what happens with the dad. Cause we just haven't gotten enough of him other than he just was working in a shed and Jamie was like, I'm all in. <laughs> well, and his scenes with Beth were really good. Like over the first yeah, three seasons, she they, the there was a really, yeah, Beth, yeah, she really brings out all the things in a Beth scene that I'm looking for. Anger, violence. And it paid mean, off. Mean too. comments. They, and then they go back and they tell us why she hates Jamie so much because of the abortion. So then you're like, that oh, scene was, this, aw- yeah, that show right. was awesome. They paid that off. 
like perfectly. That's probably one of the best parts of the entire series. You can tell a show oh, has been on for four seasons, though, when somebody is like, so what happened last night on like with this character on Yellowstone and your text message is like the entire iPhone screen because you're like, so Jimmy promised John that he wasn't going to ride anymore and he had already almost got paralyzed once. Then he rides again, gets paralyzed again, but he's okay, but he can't feel his fingertips. So John's going to send him to Texas for this other show. And it's the same thing with Jamie where it's like, I feel like the Jamie explanations for why he does what he does are now like two iPhone screens of text messages. Yeah, I I've, I personally suffered because I didn't do a rewatch before... I just watched the season four premiere and I wish I had because the last time I saw how, when was the last time the show was on the air two years ago? No, it was on, I think it's for been a year and a half. Every it's been year, a while. Right? Has no, it been? there was, a, there was it's, a longer it's been gap. at least a year and a half. Yeah. It feels right. Yeah. Can, Cause we when I watched all of it, it was like summer of 2020 during COVID. That was when I got into it. And it was hard for me to remember some of the stuff like to that's pick when it up. that's season three ended in the end of August of 2020. So it's a little bit more than a year. Oh, yeah. man, it feels longer than that. It's been yeah. a long year. It's been a long year. <laughs> you so- know, what we didn't know we didn't have much of, though, is is the rainwater with Dutton or the rainwater with somebody else like spoken word offs. Yeah. Where you would be like, there'd be a spring, like a water spring somewhere. And they'd be like, our people bottled that water to take care of their own. And now you come in and bottle it and don't recycle. The cycle continues. And you're just like, fuck, whoa. That was good. <laughs> I was just trying, I was just trying to make up some. I liked it. No, that, I thought that was good. Um, I also can't get enough of the casino. Yeah. Yeah. More casino. Cause like I let's be honest, how many people are in the casino? It's when you talk about it's in the middle of nowhere, like that thing is in the middle of nowhere. Where where does the population possibilities for who would even be in a casino? They always make it seem like I just Oz- figure it's Ozark's like, like this too. It always like this casino's hopping at it. It's yeah. like, is it? Are we sure? <laughs> like I've been to casinos for the finals in Cleveland, which is a major city. It's bigger, not major, but mid-major city. It's bigger than those two places. And you go to the Cleveland casino and there's like, you know, it's like half full. Or you go right. to Detroit, same thing. No, the- it's a great question. Look, I've driven from Missoula up to Polson in Montana, which is a different area. And there's a couple of casinos on the way to Polson, which is Flathead Lake, and I don't, I don't see anybody in there. It's yeah. dark. Yeah, because you, you're playing two sides, right? On the one hand, Dutton gets hurt, get Dutton gets shot, and he's an hour from the hospital. But on the other hand, the fucking casino's hopping on a Wednesday night with with the guy taking credit for the Dutton family murder. I, I don't know. It's it's. It's a slight flaw. It's I did I like the idea, though, that the Jackie Weaver character is like, we got to basically build Monte Carlo here. Like, we got to get top of the line yeah. shows, top of the line food. Like, I'm trying to imagine, like, what performer would be like, I'm going to do a residency in Montana for, you know, the Duttons. So the Dirk's, plot, Dirk's Bentley would do it. Dirk's. So the plot <laughs> we're the most afraid of is the orphan. I yeah. think that has real potential for damage. Um, I'm sure they're going to bring in a couple of new characters because they jet jettisoned a couple of the ones from last year would be my guess. And then um, I don't bet they're going to have to find something for Beth. That's not just she's going to take down the partner there. She's yeah, it's take not, him just down. To, not just not just tune to help her and those kind of plots. And hey, what's going on with what's that kid's name? What's the little kid's name? Carter. Carter. What's going on with little Carter's math tonight? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll help him. <laughs> like, I don't think we're going to get those scenes with Beth. So. She's going to need a little more. Maybe maybe a little cheating scene. I'd like to see a little tension. 
Oh, I sure. Steps out on on rip. Wow. Yeah, maybe a one nighter. Oh. A little too much to drink. Shouldn't have done that. Has you to know course. Yeah. Who I'd was like it? To see, no, no. I'd like to see Rip on dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> Rip on Hinge. Rusillo, I haven't spent much time up up there. Up there. Is Coors really the beer of choice, or is that like a is that like a spawn con thing? No, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, I look. I haven't been there enough. It's not like I'm. I'm working a sheetrock shift and hanging out with the locals. <laughs> and, uh, although sometimes I wish I was, but. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's an exaggeration or anything like that. But it's. I don't. I don't. My time in different spots in Montana. I don't. I don't remember being definitively like, "Oh, this is this is a banquet beer." This is course country. Yeah. yeah. Although well, Colorado, yeah, I mean Denver is legit. But I mean, you know, Denver's a little different than outside of Bozeman. Sure. I. By I, the way, too, I loved when I was when I went to Park City. I went to a spot talk to some guy and he's like all the guys come in here all the time because that's where it's filled around there yeah um and uh they told me a bunch of stories and i don't know if i believe any of them so i'm not going to share them (laughs) (laughs) two more questions here's the first one boldest prediction for season four i'm going to go first i don't think jamie gets out of this season i think that's a wrap for him i think i think that we're like a jamie endgame season i think you're right What's your boldest uh, prediction, Chris? Something happens major somewhere in mid-season because I feel like you can only do the same trick so many times with did everybody live at the end of the season? I think that like we're kind of becoming a little bit numb to like, oh, but these people are bulletproof. So I think if Jamie's going to go, it's going to be something like weird like in the middle of the season. What do you think, Rosella? What's your boldest prediction? I think the Jamie one is, is so good it might not even be bold. Um, yeah, Just right. because... You know, when when you just start killing people like Jamie did when you kill the reporter, like you know, and everything else that he's done, um, it's 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 oh, I forgot go time. he killed the reporter. Right. No, I mean, you know, so he, he still hasn't really had to pay any penance for that. Although there is a bit of a succession type of storyline where it's this thing that Logan still has over Kendall yeah, for what right, happened yeah. at the wedding. And so John still knows that part of the deal with Jamie. Um, cause Rip had to help him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Rip helped him. My guess, my bold, my bold one will be, uh, that Lloyd was early Bitcoin and he gets Laramie back played by Harry, uh, or excuse me, Hassie Harrison. <laughs> early Bitcoin. <laughs> well, you, uh, you guys are buying cigarettes. Skull long cut. I was buying all crypto. <laughs> I got Doge at 6K. Uh, it's yeah. good to have Coster back. He's fucking That's, awesome, I, by I, the he's way. So he's good. so overqualified to be on this show. It's really ridiculous. If you could put any other mid-60s, not quite as famous actor on this show, and I, I would enjoy it probably 20% he, less. He's great in that scene with Sheridan, the, the horse buying scene. He's so good. Or he's the, just like, the rip scenes are great, too. Like, you know, actually, pro-orphan take yeah. is when... Costner's like, hey, is this is this gonna work out or like is this a mistake or whatever? And he's like, it's a maybe. All that mm. stuff is awesome. And when we had Cole Hauser on the pod, mm. uh, my podcast, and I asked him once he was named one of the People magazine sexiest men alive, I was like, Do you regret getting married so soon? He was kind of like, Are you an asshole? <laughs> 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 and uh I did ask, I was like, Do you ever have those moments where it's like, man, this is Costner? And, I want to, I want to take, you know, we're thinking like the athlete thing, like, oh, hey, Jordan's guarding me. 
Not that yeah. I think I'd put Costner at Jordan level, but you understand the point. Yeah. Cole uh, was kind of dismissive of that as well, but I just want to tell that story because I, I think there are moments where you, you Costner had a weird swing. You guys will speak to this better than I will, but I mean, he was the go-to guy there for a long mm-hmm. time. And then it just kind of runs its course. It's him versus I, Hanks. It's right. mano a mano there for like five years. And it, right. he's like, he's like the, from a generation of guys who I think are probably resistant to doing TV. Like he still talks about, he's just like, this is, this is tough for me. Like, I don't really like doing television, but if it's this good, I'll do it. Well, you know, I had him on my podcast and he came in and we did it in person in the studio and he came on cause he had promised he'd come on cause he met a couple of times and he didn't really want to talk about Yellowstone. I don't think he knew how big it was going to become. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll talk about that. But I, I think they obviously cut him a giant check and he, he looked at it as a chance to live out in the, you know, wherever. But I don't think he had any idea that the, it was going to become as big of a show. I'm sure, I'm sure this show gets mentioned to him more than any movie he's done would be my guess at this point in his life when people come up to him. I bet it's like two thirds Yellowstone, one third just name Waterworld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Field of Dreams, like whatever. Like I guarantee it's mostly Yellow, Yellowstone. I don't think he thought that was going to happen when he did the show. But this was, this had, I don't know what the numbers are. And again, you guys know this stuff better than I do, but this was kind of a slow bake of yeah. awareness. It was, yes. it was, you know, it was, it was a new platform. Um, people knew it was out there. I think I watched the pilot and I wasn't hundred percent sure kind of where I was at with it. And then the more I gave it a chance, I was behind like a lot of people were. And then I just went like, you know, Costner's out here. He's so good. It's a reminder how good he was when he was great. And it just, you know, like you guys say, throwing 98 and guys are just watching it go by because he's just at this other level in so many scenes. Yeah. They Chris, tried, it, to, they tried oh, to do ahead. this on HBO, turned it, it got turned down. Then he went to Paramount and Paramount was like, here's the check. Just, just go shoot the show. No development or anything. And yeah. I think he got Costner partially because there was going to be this degree of autonomy because TV typically has a lot of, you know, development, a lot of notes, a lot of cooks in the kitchen. But yeah, I mean, like, 8 million people watched the premiere. That's obscene for a cable show. Like That was like, the number? Yeah, yeah, it's over eight. Oh, my God. Now, I will say, like, they like almost accidentally, it's so hard to, like, w- to, to logically watch Yellowstone because it's on oh. Paramount on cable. Well, Oh my God. The previous seasons are on Peacock. If you want to watch it free streaming, it's on the Paramount app or you can buy it on. I mean, there's like four or five different ways to watch it, but it's pretty annoying. It's not like a very seamless experience. No, no, it's not not pretty annoying. It's fucking ridiculous. I was so confused. I was looking for it on Paramount Plus because I missed it. I couldn't find it. And then. But it's I not realized, on like, oh, wait, is it on the normal Paramount? So I had to re-download the normal Paramount, which is like a ghost ship except for the show. And then you have to sit through the commercials. My guess is they must make so much money from the commercials. Oh, they have absolutely. To do it this I way. mean, you, it's, it's, it's two 45-minute episodes, but it was a two-hour and 20-minute premiere. I mean, I, maybe it was a little bit longer than 45 minutes, but you know what I mean? Like, they had a lot of ads on these on Priscilla, these I'm, for whatever Paramount Plus costs, I'm pretty sure they should give us Yellowstone on there. They made the deal before Paramount Plus like truly launched where they were like they sold it off to it's the same thing that happened with Breaking Bad and Netflix. I've never seen a show leverage their own content during the commercials where if you kind of look up you almost like if you you get an email or something and then they go to and you look up and it's like wait is that Jimmy is it oh wait is that 
they do that, they it's like a mind trick. And then it's like, or it's an F-150 commercial, which basically looks like Yellowstone, looks like Yellowstone. anyway. <laughs> it's like F-150. Yeah, they're driving Duramax, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, that's it? Did they switch? No, nah, there's a lot of Dodges in there. What did Casey drive into that van? That's a Dodge. That's a Dodge. I'm pretty sure that's a Dodge. I'm pretty sure this Rip could be has a its Dodge. own podcast. It's just like no, going but it's, it's frame a great by point. frame of the vans. No, it's a great point because there's then there's a Ranch Water one where Walker, who's Ryan, who's a real country singer, is drinking yep. Ranch Water, and you're like, wait, is this a scene? Like if you fast forward, you stop. It's actually brilliant because you're yeah, like, wait, I'm missing a scene. And you're like, oh no, Jimmy's selling work boots. That's why I was asking about the cores is because there's that scene where Dutton's just like looks like you guys could use some beers and opens the fridge and it's just like perfectly merchandised cores bottles and I was like A, Great I want cores, but B you know. This thing is a cash cow. Um, last question before we go. Um, did this experience of watching the show make you want to watch Mayor of Kingstown more? Or were you? did you have commercial fatigue after two and a half hours of seeing Jeremy Renner. I'll give Renner a chance no matter what. So. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Chandler and Jeremy I mean, Renner. And look, to go Taylor Sheridan, Renner, I, 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 it could be a remake of Up with people <laughs> and I'd probably watch it. <laughs> and I liked Up, but it was yeah. a cartoon, you know? It didn't, fa I'm, I'm with you guys, it didn't phase me at all. It weirdly got me more excited. I was annoyed that they had so many of them, but at the same time, I, I'm probably I was less, in every one of them. I'm less in on 1883, I think. I'm like, I'm all, like, you can show me a billion or no Kingstown commercials I'm watching. The Tim McGraw Western, I'm kind of like, that might be a bridge too far for me. I'll give Priscilla, are you going to watch that one? 1883? Will they have, will they have F-150s in that or no? Probably not. I'm, tr I'm trying to, figure out the um the pricing on some of these these dodges <laughs> while you guys were talking so <laughs> it's a tough uh, one in manhattan beach it's tough to park those things Priscilla, does dilfer like like yellowstone uh, oh, yeah, i'm man. sure i'm sure he does i'm sure he, he could be a, he'd be an awesome extra on it yeah i wanted to get a dually but there's no way i can park it here do you There's think we no, can get Dilfer on a yellowstone recap episode on the on this feed that would be amazing i think we need to get him on <laughs> get him no, on, on, the on show. Yellowstone. Right. Here's I like, mean, if, you here's imagine the, him fighting Rip. First of all, he's way bigger than all of these guys. So he'd be <laughs> perfect. That is true. He'd look good in the cowboy hat. Maybe a season five thing. I'd love to see him going up to Jamie and being like, Are you a thermometer or a thermostat? <laughs> <laughs> Who in your family is getting the car keys if I'm tossing them to somebody? Is it you? Is it's it somebody Casey, else. Casey gets the car keys for sure, man. Yeah. Well, Beth probably drunkenly grabs them and crashes yeah. it to them. Um, all right, guys, it was great to see you. Yellowstone. Maybe we'll do this again on the Prestige TV pod feed. This was produced by our, our guy Kyle Creighton, and we'll see you, uh, oh, Succession, you and Waz. Yeah. On Friday. Friday. Precap. Yeah. You're my number one boy, Chris. <laughs> Priscilla, good to see you. Talk see to you soon. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.